musician, writer, blogger, and your inspirationalist. Welcome to my podcast on today. And I have a return guest that has came back on today. His name is Corey, uh, the ghetto doctor. He's came back today and he will be sharing with us and within the crisis that we're dealing with today with the, the coronavirus and all that's going on. And he's going to be sharing with us a little about his point of view on that. And I have a few questions to ask him about that. So we're going to dive right into the questions uh, here. Welcome to the show, Corey. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here once again. Um, I'm glad through all this uh, crisis situation that we're able to stay sane. Yes, Lord. And me and him about, we we ain't quite six feet apart, but we we apart. (laughs) (laughs) We four and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. With with uh, the, Corey told me this earlier this morning that he's consistently checked him being a dialysis patient, so he is con- consistently checked on this. I'm gonna dive right on into my questions for Corey on today. Now, uh, we I've kind of observed through his uh, his previous uh, podcast that he did uh, some of the comments that people were making, and so we kind of generally wanted to kind of answer some of those comments and stuff. And and so my first question will be this after. Our last podcast, Corey, you were uh, contacted by a few people who asked if you were a professional physician. Can you explain your version of what ghetto doctor means? Now, you did give us a version of it on the first show and how it came about. But uh, can you elaborate a little bit more on this so that they'll know a little bit more? Okay. To answer these questions, no, I'm not a clinical doctor by no way, shape or form. My uh, health experience has been my own personal uh, challenges. And what I've done is learn how to dive in and research uh, different things that are going on with my health. And with that, it furthered me to look in the other areas and learn other things about health. And that's what's really got piqued my interest is once I, I, I start measuring for myself, I look in and, and find other things with going on with other people. I'm saying, wow, this is an easy fix. Uh, some uh, me- remedies and measures that we can take to help ourselves. And that's really what, what, what got my interest was the fact that uh, along with helping myself, I'm helping others. You know, I have friends and families that are dealing with chronic conditions and I'm seeing the the, uh, the the solution to them to be very simple. Uh, and it's about research. And believe it or not, a lot of stuff that we can find out about ourselves is we can Google it now. And that's, I in talking with my physician, my doctor, 
She said, Corey, anything you want to know, Google it. And I looked at her. She said, yes, everything is so accessible now. We can Google any information that you want to know. So she actually was the one that put me on uh, the search for knowledge and, and information about what to take and what not to take. Now, along with that, is some things, uh, when we're dealing with uh, herbal medicine, we want to make sure we consult our doctors about what we're taking and make sure it coincides with a lot of medication or that are prescription medications from the pharmacist because some of them have adverse reaction to each other. So before you start taking it, just don't take it. You consult your doctor and find out would this be compatible with what, uh, what uh, medicines you're already taking. If they says, yes, yeah, sure, this it's not gonna hurt, then you go for it. But I'm a firm believer in the process of healing, the firm believer, because a lot of medicines that the doctor prescribes, they want you to come back. You gotta remember it's a business with them. And you're not, they're not going to heal you. They're just going to prolong your misery because they're making money off you every 30 days. If you notice about a prescription, once you start taking it, they want you to keep taking it for the next 30 days. They come in, you come in and they, they evaluate you and says, okay, we're going to have to have you to take this the next 30 days. And most of it is set up for 30 day regimens. And most of it you have to take for the rest of your life. It's like anything else. Once they get you started, they do not want you to come off of it. Okay, so and you're you're basically a um, you're you're basically going by the experience that you've had in your own personal life as far as, uh, naming yourself uh, uh, uh the meaning of basically, um, ghetto doctor. Although you haven't had any formal training, but you've had enough experience to know what to do and what not to do is in terms of your body and that experience that's the experience you want to use to share with with others other people exactly uh, correct stephanie uh bottom line what what really made me dig in is because they had me on a uh a medication called metformin which i spoke about last time and i was on it for eight years without being monitored that started my failure of my kidney functions and it says, if you do your research, and it says one of the drawbacks from this medication is kidney failure. And had I had done my homework before I started taking it, I probably wouldn't be in this position I am today. But like I say, you, you, life is a learning lesson. Every day you learn. And uh, that's where I'm at today. That started me on my quest to start researching information and just not just taking this stuff from now on. Learn what the side effects are to anything that you're taking, and it'll save you uh, a lot of pain uh, in the future. And then, too, you know, your experience in sharing with others as an eye-opener, as you told me your last show that you did, you did receive a lot of uh, uh, feedback on that uh, from different people that are wanted to know, you know, your remedies or what, you, what you've done. I have a – my next question here is that um, what – um, now we're in that this coronavirus here that's really going on and it basically has everyone sheltered in. And as of dialysis patients, you, you really basically you do have to go out because you have to get uh, have re, get uh, you know receive your dialysis. What precaution measures are you taking during this this uh, coronavirus p- pandemic? 
Well, in the process of doing dialysis, they've been very cautious about this since it's such a contagious disease. Uh, we have checked for certain symptoms every time I go in for treatment now. Uh, they, they've taken extra precaution as far as uh, cleaning, uh, disinfectant. Uh, we keep our hands clean before each and every session. Um, it's a lot of things that they're going above and over the top, I think, uh, in preparing for this German virus. And even with that, they're still finding cases uh, that I noticed. They haven't been doing much talking about it within the community as far as that the health community, but I'm seeing people disappear now and taking vacations that wasn't on vacations a week ago. So that's telling me they're being quarantined or they might have tested positive. Oh, th so, does this does this concern you that you go in a center and there's possibly someone there that has the virus and uh, does it concern you? And do they keep you guys, uh, have they uh, extended like the six feet away from each other? They do all the precautionary measures even more so than that. They go above and uh, uh, beyond the call of duty, I think. But at this case, what I found out, I did my research on the virus. And the only way it can su uh, surpass, the only way it can survive is in your nasal, nasal passages. And a lot of people don't know that's the coolest part of your body. They say that's the only way that virus will survive is in the coolest part of your body. So with that information, I turned around and used a little common sense that says, what can I do to keep my nasal passages as, uh, as, as, uh, um, as clean as possible. And what I've been using is mentholatum. Uh, 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 mentholatum, I put my nostrils every day and that catches any viruses and it will kill any virus. A lot of people don't know that. Like I said, a lot of this is common sense. It's like catching a common cold. So guess what? With that, I that's my precaution. I make sure before I go outside, uh, a lot of people are putting on masks. I don't put on masks. I just put the mentholatum in my nose and make sure both nostrils are, uh, have the uh, uh, mentholatum in it, and it will catch any virus that's coming in your nostrils and will kill it. And a lot of people, like I say, haven't thought about that one. And that's kind of like a, it's kind of like an old remedy. You know, our grandmother used a lot of old exactly. remedies that we, and we kind of forget those things with all modern medicine. We forget those things, and those things do work. And I've seen people that have, implemented these old remedies and doing even during this time and i you know it, it's working it's like work. you said it does work it's work it kept it, it catches it before it goes down in the throat and in the chest the chest area is the part that gets really inflamed by this um you, i know you have a, a good communication with your doctor what does your doctor inform you to do has you have you talked to your doctor or discussed your doctor me and my doctor have such a good communication she doesn't worry about me because I'm savvy. Mm -hmm. I'm, I use a lot of common sense and I've even um, helped her to realize certain things when it comes to health and and even though she's been she's been taught um, professionally a lot of things that she had forgot to just use and it's basically common sense and we need to use more of our common sense and follow our heart and then a lot of this medical stuff because at the end of the day they're in the business to make money. I'm in the I'm I'm in the shape to to live my life, and the best quality of life. And I tell people all the time, when we know we're gonna die, one day we're gonna leave this planet. 
but another, I want to leave on my feet. I don't want to be bedridden or in a stroke condition. So I'm learning to live a better quality of life. That's where I want to be, a better quality. It's not the quantity of time I live. It's the quality of life that I live. And that's what's important to me. If I leave here tomorrow, I'll leave standing on my feet. It won't be bedridden. And that's where I'm at. I'm trying to help everybody to live the best quality of life that they can naturally. And like I say, I'm in the process of healing the body, not just prolonging my misery. A lot of these doctors just prolong your misery every 30 days to make money off you. No, I want to heal the body. Excuse me. Heal the body so I can live a better quality of life. Now, that leads up to my next question, and we talked about this on our last show, that about your holistic remedies and stuff. And um, and I know that it it's continues to help you in this troubled time. Um, how is that helping you, your holistic? How do you th- believe that's really helping to suffice you during this period of time? Well, a lot of the juices that I blend, um, they help you with your... Um, I'm sorry, folks. They help you with your resistance and your and your um, your immune system. Your immune system. system. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Stephanie. Your immune system. Mm -hmm. And if you have a strong immune system, we can fight off a lot of bacteria and virus with a good, strong, healthy immune system. So, with my juices and my blended juices, I flush my system out on a regular basis. I, I constantly, at least a couple of times a month flush my system out so it doesn't build up any bacteria or harmful uh, uh, germs that will attack the immune system. And that's what I've been sharing with a lot of people. You have to cleanse yourself every so often and put in good bacteria and good germs uh, to survive. And so that, that, uh, that means uh, we don't do it enough. We don't flush our system enough in order to flush out the contamination that's entering in our body, body even in the air system, uh, what we breathe. We need to flush regularly. And that seems to be what's going on a lot of from my obser- observation of listening to media and uh, talk and, and about this virus. Uh, what's going on is that it's, uh, it's, being, it's more traumatic to a person that has a, with a, a low immune system that's not built up. And uh, one of the things I was watching was that they were trying to, it's a new thing that they're trying to do is they were saying last night that once a person has had it and came out of it, the body uh, is built against that particular virus. So uh, they, uh, what they're doing is taking, I don't know if it's plasma or blood or something like that. And they're trying to take it out of that person and put it into an, a person that is infected with the, with the virus and stuff. And so I know that you, through, through dialysis, one thing they do is cleanse the blood. Um, how how do you feel, you know, once you've had your blood cleansed, besides your holistic eating, and you go and you get your blood cleaned, um, how, how do you feel on your days after dialysis? Well, at this point, my immune system is so strong. Um, when I first started, it, it drained me. It physically took all the energy out of my body. Mm-hmm. But now being on this course for so long, uh, for so many years, um, I can I can live a normal life mm-hmm. because the way I schedule it, I do my dialysis in the evenings. I come home, go to bed, wake up refreshed and full of energy the next day. So it's just like I just lay down and go to sleep, get some rest, and I'm back to normal again that the next morning. 
And believe so, me, Corey is more busier than I am. And he's always got he's always got something going on. Well, thank you. Steph. Yeah, and Thanks. my next question here is that he, Corey's a fisherman. He's been all his life. I mean, since childhood, right? Yes. Uh, he's a he's an advocate fisherman, and so um, and I know that you during the season of the virus, you you told me that you did go fishing. We discussed it one day. We we had a phone call one day, and you told me you were out getting ready to go fishing the following day. And so, so in this season, how are you concerned about going out and then coming in contact with others? Or how did you how did you do that? Well, right now it's been a challenge because a lot of places where it's populated, they're closing them down to the public. And uh, that's been a problem. And what I've been doing is going to isolated areas where it's uh, less populated. And they're allowing us to go to the water uh, uh, in certain areas that are not as populated as other areas so which that's what i've been focusing on finding out who's open and who's shut down and that's where my travels but if you realize it common sense come in again mm -hmm. i'm on the water who am i around mm -hmm. fish that's all i'm around <laughs> so with that and if i go with others uh i've got an 18 foot boat we stay 16 uh, six feet apart mm -hmm. so guess what uh, that's 12 feet. I got an 18 foot boat. So we dang sure don't need to be close to each other. <laughs> so that's where you have to use a lot of common sense. You right. know, when they saying this, yeah, everybody is panicking, mm -hmm. but you think about things before you do them. And we're going to get through this mm -hmm. just like anything else. We're going to get through this mm -hmm. and we have to support each other and come to understand a lot of it is common sense. Mm -hmm. It's just like the situation now we we, we can't keep toilet paper on the shelves. Wait a minute, what toilet paper got to do with the coronavirus? But <laughs> people are not thinking. They're just hoarding right now. They're just hoarding because they're in a mad panic. But if you look at it, this is about common sense. Use your common sense. You know, I realize you're going to have to wipe your behind, but are you going to have to wipe it double, triple extra because of the coronavirus? No. So, but anyway... Uh, Back to fishing, back to fishing. Let me stay on task here. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the things I enjoy doing. This is what helped keep my mind off of what's going on and the challenges before me. Uh, it's my relaxation, and this is my passion. Mm -hmm. This is what I do. You know, I don't have a whole lot of uh, other things that I do in life. Uh, this is one of my, my strongest passions. So with that, I'm not going to stop. I guess they'll care carry me out of the fishing pole <laughs> in a boat when I leave here. So, but anyway, um, it, it's been challenging. That's several of my favorite places I go. They shut them down, not letting the public come in contact because they don't want too many people coming together. So I had to, had to change my areas, but we'll make it through. We'll make it through. Yeah. And so I, I, on your, on your social media page, you did post a video of you cooking or frying, cooking fresh fish and then it was kind of funny funny to me because I observed some of the comments that were on there you were you were frying fresh fish and you had a big bowl of salad with abundance of red onions and everybody in the comment was saying Corey what's up with all them red onions it's <laughs> some folks will look and ask why are you eating fried foods um that too can you explain about the red onions and the fried food well it, it's not what you eat it's how you prepare it Number one, my fried fish was cooked with virgin olive oil. Okay, and that's one of the healthiest oils that you can cook with. So 
it's not the equivalent of eating just fried, greasy food. It was prepared with the, 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 the greatest of care with healthy uh, ingredients. Number two, onions is one of the best things for your immune system. A lot of people don't know that. If you do your research, onion is one of the top things to kill viruses in the body. A lot of people don't know that. Um, Matter of fact, they're better for you than tomatoes and anything else. Mm -hmm. So that's when I use a lot of onion because it helps build up the antibodies in your body, uh, your stomach, uh, and uh, other places in your body to help fight off diseases and germs. Onions are very good for you. And I've I've heard that. I've heard that onions are really, really good for you and stuff. So I, I want to... Thank Corey for uh, dropping by again for uh, my podcast and to share his uh, his story, his life story with you. And um, I hope that you enjoyed this. And I will be giving his uh, contact information if you want to contact Corey. At this point, you can contact him on Facebook. And it's at Corey uh, Gettle Doctor, C-O-R-Y Corey, Gettle Doctor, G-H-E-T-T-O-D-O-C-T-O-R, Corey Gettle Doctor. You can also contact Corey at um, on his uh, uh, by email. His email address is coreyking20 at yahoo.com. Coreyking20 at yahoo.com. Thank you, Corey. Thank you. Thank you. And if, any, anybody has any questions, feel free to contact me. We can talk about uh, some of anything. Whatever you guys have a question about, feel free to contact me. And we can elaborate more if you don't quite understand or want to ask some questions. I'm here to answer what I can. And if I can't answer it, I will do research and find you an answer. That's what I will do. But thank you so much, Stephanie, for having me on your show. And thank you for allowing me to be a part of your show. And uh, till the next time, folks, you got the ghetto doctor. Okay. Thank you for joining.